welcome, welcome to the Social Stylist Podcast. My name is Lindsay Pruitt, and I'm here to help you navigate the social space. So grab your favorite drink, pull up a chair, and let's get social. Welcome, Krista. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast today. So I just want to give you a second to introduce yourself, who you are, what you do. Tell us a little bit more about you. Okay, cool. I'm all of a sudden nervous. So (laughs) my name is Krista. I am a hairstylist. I own a salon and I specialize mostly in extensions, but I still love doing color as well. I'm located in Reno, Nevada. I've been doing hair for a long time. My, I think, mission and passion for this industry, especially since I opened a salon, has been to kind of change the industry standard and elevate it by pouring into other hairstylists and pouring into creating a unique experience for clients when they come into the salon kind of set that standard above what I was used to when I worked in other places and spaces where I felt like everybody was kind of on their own and there wasn't like a unified standard. So that's why I wanted to create a salon. But that's really what my mission is, is to help other stylists figure that out for themselves so that they can create a unique experience for their clients so that they can just build a better business for themselves. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I feel like so before we started recording, I was telling her, I've been following you for years, like ever since this other extension course thing that I did years ago, I was like, ever since then, like I've just been following you. I've always been drawn to you. And I feel like you definitely have created such a fun space. And I love that you're stepping into that education role, like helping other stylists do the same because I feel like it's just so easy for stylists to kind of just like follow each other's leads and everyone's content looks the same and everyone's salons look the same and everything's the same. And so I feel like that was always my biggest draw to you is like you were always doing it different. And I loved that. Uh, Thank you. That means a lot. I think that, I mean, that's kind of where I found myself, I guess, I think in the extension world too, honestly, I think so many things like started to look the same, the hair started to look the same, everything like the education. And I just, I don't know, I think too, just working in so many salons in so many different places, I never felt like there was a space that felt not necessarily like it was mine, because I never wanted to open a salon, Mm -hmm. honestly, but I, what I wanted, as far as the atmosphere of the place, and like the standards, like I said, didn't really exist. So Carly, my business partner, and I decided to create it. And I think we've always been really creative and we were bored with things, you know, looking the same and feeling the same as well. So we just wanted to create something that was different. And we want, I think that's my thing is I've always wanted to stand out. My personality was, I'm pretty introverted to be completely honest. I don't talk a lot and which is weird because I talk a lot on Instagram or like on TikTok, like I can show my face and talk to a camera, but in person, I'm pretty like reserved. And so I always used my style and my creativity as a way to stand out and almost draw people to me. And I, I don't know if I even realized that until maybe the last like five years, but that's definitely like a big part of my personality. So I guess, thank you for noticing. (laughs) I love that. And because I think we, I mean, I'm kind of the same way. I really am like super reserved. I'm very much an introvert, all of that. 
And like, I love how you phrase that because that just kind of like hit me the same. Like, oh my gosh, is that why I do that? Like, is that why I speak the way I do? Is that why I show up the way I do? Because I'm just trying to like draw people in in that way instead of actually having to have so many conversations all the time. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I think you guys did it so well, you and your business partner. And that's actually kind of what I want to talk to you today about is okay. branding and like, how you can set yourself apart in this industry. So are there any big tips or like aha moments that you had? Well, you kind of just shared one that you had that you were like, oh, I have to do this. I think content wise, what made me want to stand out? I don't know if I was trying. I don't think I was trying to stand out. I think what I was trying to not do though was come off. I don't want this to sound rude, but I didn't want to come off corny because if it's, un- yes. if it's inauthentic to me, then it felt corny. And I do... I spent a long time struggling in my business. Like I started doing it in the early 2000s. And so I did make money for a long time and I didn't do hair that like really inspired me for a really long time. And so when I taught myself how to start to get clients that I did want and like how to show up online and how to increase my pricing and how to communicate that with clients and how to really grow my business, I was really passionate about sharing that with other stylists because it was such a struggle for me. So I wanted to like, shorten that gap for them. And then that just, I was like, how can I do this in content to where it doesn't come off off-putting to clients? Cause I don't ever want that either. Mm-hmm. And how can I also just feel very, I don't know, authentic. And so I, I don't know how I did it to be completely honest with you, but I just started like sharing what was real to me. I think it came from a place of like sharing knowledge with clients, like your your hair can't do this, or it's going to take long, this long to get here. And you keep showing us these images, which is great. We want to do them, but also like, let's keep it realistic for them and just being transparent along the way. So I think that's one way I stood out. I don't know. I don't know. What, how, how did I stand out to you? Yeah, no, I feel like that is number one. And I feel like one of the biggest things that I teach my clients is that it's not about doing these like corny trends because it, I mean, that was like the perfect way to say it. It's not about that. Like that's not what's actually going to bring you like the growth that you want. It's better for you to really know who you are first and just be you online. And it sounds like so simple. And it's like, how is that the answer? Because it just sounds easy, but it's like, you just need to know who you are and then just do you online and be authentic. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've never jumped on like the trends of what other people were doing online, just because it, if it didn't feel real to me, I couldn't do it. Totally. And I think that that's like my thing with everything. And that's why I try and help stylists understand too, is I'm like, okay, so how can we show up in a way that's going to make you stand out? Because you're unique and you're different. And mm-hmm. we want to attract people that want that, right? They don't want mm-hmm. another me or another you or another no. like girl lip syncing something. There's nothing wrong with that. Some of those people that mm-hmm. do it are killer at it. And that's yes. why it works for them. Because they look so like great at doing it. Mm -hmm. And so it's all about how can we figure out what yours is? Not everybody wants to talk on camera. And there's so many successful people too that don't talk to the camera. Right. They just like are a little bit more, I don't know, mysterious. And I think it's Mm -hmm. just like leaning into whatever your thing is. If you're mysterious, lean into that. If you're outgoing, lean into that. Totally. But yeah, it's figuring out who you are. That's the hardest part, I think. No, yeah, for sure. And like figuring out who you want to be online too. If you would have asked me like 10 years ago, if I was going to like be online and even doing this like podcast, be like, there is no freaking way. Like there is yeah. no freaking way that that's going to be me. Like that's just not who I am. 
But I think what's really cool too with social media is as you're finding yourself, your Instagram, your TikTok can evolve with you Mm -hmm. and how you show up can evolve. And I feel like, I mean, that was probably another big thing that I was drawn to you. You just kept evolving, but you kept like pushing forward and like always putting out content and like just being you and like whatever phase or stage of life you were in. Thanks. I think that's yeah. funny you say that because our mission inside of, or our, yeah, our vision mission inside of the salon is consistent, consistently evolving. And I am really passionate about that because like I have been doing hair forever. Like I started doing hair in 2007, it's 2023. And had I, you know, stopped at one point or kind of gave up and didn't continue to evolve and continue to push myself, then I wouldn't have, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I wouldn't still be, I think, even doing hair anymore because you have to change and evolve. And I think that's, that's the thing. It's like, people don't realize it's a long, it's a long game, right? Showing up online for sure, but you don't have to show up and have like a huge following, but just like staying relevant. It's a long game with your education. It's a long game with your end result. And Mm -hmm. your clientele is a long game. Anybody that's been doing hair, more than like five to 10 years, they don't have the same clients they started with. No, heavens. And so, yeah. So like, (laughs) and if you do, then my question is, do you love that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, have you actually evolved into like who you want to be behind the chair? Like, is that actually what you want to do? For sure. Yeah. I just think kind of having that awareness of like being okay with who you are now and just showing up as you right now. And then Mm -hmm. just like being open to progressing is key because I think a lot of people too get in this like frame of mind where it's like, okay, when I have established branding or when I'm this person, I have to be this person forever. And I think oh, you yeah. <laughs> kind of have to like, yeah, I've actually had a couple clients that were like, well, someone told me that I have to like do it this way to have success. And I'm like, no, no, like there's so many ways to see success on social media. Oh, yeah. I think. Well, I guess this could lead into like the salon. So when yeah. we opened the salon, we knew we opened in 2020. So we didn't have any money. I mean, we did. <laughs> we had savings, but like we weren't working yeah. and the yeah. salons were shut down. We opened during shutdown. Mm-hmm. So as soon as salons opened back up, we opened the salon two weeks later mm-hmm. and my husband built our stations. We had like a vision of, we just took the space that we saw that we had. And we worked with what we had. It was not at all what any sort of vision I had for myself five years later or whatever, I didn't have the capacity to think of that at the time. And so we just took what we had and we went with it. And then three years into it, I was able to actually invest in branding because it's extremely expensive. Then you can like vision cast, but that can change too. And that can evolve. And like, it's forever a journey and you don't have to commit to anything Mm -hmm. forever. Right. Totally. And you, yeah. And same with your clientele, what you specialize in. For sure. So like now that we've kind of covered branding, I also want to dive into like now your social media side of your business and what you do day to day to like stay consistent. Like what is your process? Just being able to produce and not feel burnt out and all of these things that stylists experience all all of the time. I think before I even do that, I just want to say, like, I don't think that you can do it and not feel a little bit burnt out at some point in time mm-hmm. if you want to commit to it. And it's a long, like a long game thing, right? Mm-hmm. If you, I like, you're going to feel that. And then there's always going to be like times where you push and times where you pull back. Mm-hmm. I think I've been pretty transparent recently about how 
I was showing up and going through the motions on my social media, but nothing was really helping my page grow. And so that's mm-hmm. almost more exhausting. And that causes more burnt out, burnout if you don't have an actual plan. Yeah. And so I don't know, you can not to go off on a tangent, but like that was hard for me. Mm-hmm. You can still go through the motions, do things, but it, it won't work for you. And then you can also create a plan and understand why and what your audience wants. And I think it really is just being aware of what's working and what's not. Mm-hmm. And I think I found myself in a space where I was producing things because I was like, oh, I want to do this, which is good and fine. But what do your followers want to see from you? Mm-hmm. And being aware of that totally. and sprinkling that into the things that you also want to do until you can build your, it's just like your clientele, right? What what clientele, what am I, what services am I doing to get pay my bills right now? I need more of those, but also I need to create space so that I can start producing the things that I want. And then you slowly shift totally. your clientele. And so my process, I use Google Docs and I write out my ideas for the week and I use Notion and it, which is like a app, a mark. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you use it? Yeah, I've used it before. Yeah. I just, is it like an app or is it more, I don't know. I always pull it up on my desktop. So I do too. It's whatever. like a marketing hub i have yeah. a, i have a virtual assistant too so she helps a little bit with that but basically she taught me how to use it and i like plug into the calendar what posts i want to do mm-hmm. for the week and then i'll go into my google docs and then i'll write out the taglines body call to action and then once that's done i will create the video and then i'll put them all together in instagram and then i like like plan it for the week Yeah, that's amazing. But I think I love like the tangent you were going on of like, actually like having a plan, because I feel like a lot of stylists do not do that part. And I feel like a lot of them don't realize like how crucial social media is for their business, or they do the like, they're all in for a week or and then they take like three weeks off and then they're all in for a week and then they take three weeks off. And so I think it's just really like, finding that rhythm and flow that works for you. Yeah. I think it's starting small with anything because they get yeah. eager. If I've noticed anything with like stylists that don't, that haven't been active, they get really mm-hmm. eager. Yeah. And then they're like, I'm going to do all these things and they do it for a week and then they fall off. They're like, how can you start to show up consistently just on stories? Right. Mm-hmm. Cause it disappears right. in like 24 hours. So how can you start to just mm-hmm. get consistent on that? Because stories is kind of your practice for creating reels. Totally or TikToks. So then, and then you get a little bit more comfortable doing that, but like, don't take on anything else unless you keep those promises to yourself that you showed up X amount of times. Like if you're going to show up for three stories a day, three days a week, do that and get consistent with that before you say, Oh, I'm going to start posting. Mm -hmm. You just build on it. Totally. I love that. Like keeping those small promises to yourself because I do feel like it's, I mean, social media is a lot these days. It is. (laughs) So much. so much. Yeah. And so I think just focusing on one thing and mastering it and again, keeping those promises to yourself and being like, okay, I'm going to do this and having that plan in place and then adding in those extra things is where like the true success lies of like being consistent. But I also, sorry, going back, but I really loved when you were like, you are going to be burnt out because that's something that a lot of people do not touch on. Yeah. It's freaking hard. I think that that's like my thing, which is probably, I'll be honest. I think people either like, well, I don't want to say love or hate me, but maybe, but I just am not going to say like, if somebody wants to work for me, I do it with like new stylists that want to assist. I'm just like, it's not easy. It's going to be hard. You're not going to make a lot of money in the beginning. It's going to be tough. 
Can you make a lot of money? Sure. If you want it though. Yeah. Can you transform your clientele and get these clients? They're going to give you the career that you want. Sure. But are you going to show up and be that person for them to want to come to you? That's like, you know, you have to build trust with them and it's, it's always, it's, yeah, you have to put in the work and is it going to be exhausting for sure? Am I burnt out? And would I rather be doing 10,000 other things than getting in a Google doc? Like I just told you and map writing out 12 call to action, 12 (laughs) stories. Like, yeah, that sucks. But what doesn't suck is the the stylist that I can reach doing that and the fact that I can help them grow and the fact that that knowledge can help my team grow. And you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. everything comes at a cost. Totally. And this, this is, I don't know, but I just feel like that's kind of a lost thing these days. Like, I don't know. When I first started doing hair, like I knew it was going to be so freaking hard to get where I wanted to go. But I feel like there's stylists out there that want like all of it now and they're not willing to put in that work. And so I think it's just like realizing these people that you look up to that you're like, oh my gosh, she has the dream. She has this, she has that. It's like, there was so much work put in behind that. So I love that you shared that because I feel like it's just people think it's easy. Oh, she just showed up for like three months, six months, a year. And like she got where she wanted. And it's like, no, it's been years of this consistency. Oh, yeah. I was telling somebody that I like started posting on Instagram for the first time, I think 2014. It's 2023. So, (laughs) I mean, it's just wild to me. But at the end of the day, it just, it is work. And, Oh, you said you did. You knew that it would be hard to get to where you wanted to be. And I think when I started, I was like 18 years old. So I had no mm-hmm. idea what I wanted and no vision mm-hmm. I had no dream. The owner of my salon was like, Oh, you can make a hundred thousand dollars doing hair. And it was 2007. And I was like, okay, I want to do that. But nobody taught me how. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so yeah. spent a long time teaching myself how to do it, but I didn't have an idea of how much it like effort or time it would take. And mm-hmm hair was so different then than it is now. But then when Mm -hmm. I did start to like plan what I wanted and realize like, Oh, I do want this. Or I, I did start to realize how much effort it would take. And it really Mm -hmm. is about those small things, like back to keeping those promises to yourself, showing up every day on your stories or through, you know, what every day that you commit to doing everything, everything that you commit to doing. So don't commit to doing a lot in the beginning. Just do small amounts so that you can build on that because we start to feel momentum when we create success for ourselves. So if success for you is showing up once a day, two days a week on your stories, then commit to that and then you can build on that. But too often we try to take on too much and then we're like, why am I not like these people that are teaching these hair classes? Yeah, totally. And it's like, like, why am I not there? You have no idea what they went through or, or how what what advantages they have that you might not have that's a, totally. I think a huge thing oh for sure and i think yeah i'm <laughs> i totally agree with that where some people yeah they've had different opportunities along the way that have helped them but i feel like the work is also the same there usually at the beginning yeah. of like the grind of like okay figuring out who we are figuring out the dream all of that yeah well thank you so much krista for joining yeah. us today is there anything else that you want to leave with us about branding social media before I let you go. Branding and social media. Figure out what it is that you want and what you want to do and figure out what's true to you so that you can commit to that and be authentic. That's what I would say for anybody is figure figure out what's authentic to you. It's probably going to be a lot of the things that you want or that you're drawn to online. And so if you're drawn to that, 
try it. And if you feel super fake, then don't do it again. And if it feels really real and people like it and respond well, then run with it and pay attention to the things that work so that you can start to build on that. And again, that confidence is going to come the same way as keeping the promises to yourself. Once you see what people interact with and engage with, then we build more confidence in ourselves to keep creating that same kind of content. Oh my gosh. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us today. So let them know where they can find you, what's coming up for you, all of that good stuff. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram at Krista K Storm on TikTok, Krista underscore Storm. And then you can reach me for all education at kristastorm.com. So that's where I have any classes that are posted that I will be doing in the future. And then currently right now I am enrolling for one-on-one coaching, business coaching and business marketing coaching for one-on-one clients and group clients for the end of 2023. I have two spots left and then I'm starting the groups in 2024. And you can reach out to me via the website, kristastorm.com. Oh my gosh, that is so exciting. You guys have to go check her out. She's absolutely incredible. Well, thank you again for joining us. And thank you so much. You're welcome. And I will talk with you guys all later. See ya. Bye.